the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everybody. <laughs> you know, I, uh, <clears throat> I'm i just uh, beside myself this morning, just beside myself this morning. Um, I'm just uh, struggling with uh, a lot of things, but I can tell you what's not going to happen on this show. Um, I'm not going to degrade other people to make myself look better. I'm not going to talk about somebody having some kind of diarrhea. I'm not going to try to predict the future, and I'm not hanging out with movie stars to give myself credibility. I am here to help you with your car problems. I'm a master technician. My job is is to help you. It's nothing more, nothing less. I'm not thumping my chest. I'm not telling you I'm the only guy in town that can fix cars. In fact, I'm not. Um, I'll just tell you up front this is a car show. It's not a comedy show. It's not a music show. It's a car show. And it's brought to you by Kurtz Automotive. <laughs> Kurtz is an independent, family-owned, and operated repair facility. I personally know Kurtz. I know him and his wife. I know Jeff. Um, and I don't remember, I always forget his name. is Jeff is the service writer, and then the young man uh, who's the technician. I'll think of his name here in just a minute. But they're master techs. And so Kurtz has got a good place, and they're honest, they're dependable. He does domestic and import, both gas and diesel. I-17 and Bell, northeast corner. I-17 and Bell, northeast corner. How you doing over there? I'm doing good. good. I'm almost done with your honeydew list. Oh, wow. That's, <laughs> we'll talk about that off air, I'll tell you. Yeah. Hey, well, let's go to Hal. We have an early, early caller. Hal, good morning to you. Hi, uh, Mark. Uh, I've, you've helped me out in the past, but I don't know about this one because I got a tough one here. Uh, okay. I bought uh, I bought a, a, a Dodge Caravan 2012 uh, about six months ago, and the car I love the car. The car is great, but I have a a, a real fluke going on. Every now and then, the windshield wiper self activates and go for about uh, anywhere from two to ten cycles, and then uh, it returns to normal. Uh, I uh, Every time I want to investigate the problem, it, it doesn't ha- happen. It may not happen for two or three days, and then okay, all of a Hal. sudden it happens. All right, Hal, you only have two choices. Um, you get somebody involved in the diagnostic procedure, or you wait till it gets worse and easier to find. Now, <laughs> technicians know out there that they can disconnect the uh, wiper arm. Your 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 wipers are controlled by your turn signal lever. Yes. Yes. Okay. 
So we would disconnect that, and we may take your turn signals away for some short period of time. You could stick your arm out the window and use your hand signals. But we would disconnect that, and if the problem went away, then that's going to be bad. Number two, we'd disconnect the switch at the motor, the wiring at the motor, or maybe we would take the input away from the, the motor, the wiper motor, from the turn signal switch and see if the motor runs on its own. That way we'd keep the power in the ground there. But what I want you to do to help self-diagnose this is, is I want you to kind of be a little rough with the turn signal lever. I want you to firmly pop it down on the left side, you know, downward to turn left, and I want you to firmly pop it up. And I want you, when the wipers start working, I want you to grab the, the, the turn signal switch about an inch from the column, two inches from the column, and I want you to kind of push it forward and backwards and up and down and see if you can affect that problem, if you can make it happen or make it quit. Um, because if, if you can't do any better than what you got right now, like I said, you only got two choices, start replacing parts or wait till it gets worse and easier to find. How many miles has your van got on it? Uh, it's got uh, uh, a little over 100,000. Okay. If I had to make a guess, I would guess that the turn signal switch and, the, and hence the wiper switch, um, I would replace that. If there's anything else on that switch that is acting up, sometimes you ask for a left turn signal and it doesn't give it to you. Sometimes you ask for a right signal. Sometimes you ask for the wipers and it doesn't give you. Sometimes you ask for the washers and it doesn't give you. If there's anything yes. weird about that, you, you, hit, then, you uh, hit the nail on the head. It, uh, it, it seems to be uh, uh, like the flashers uh, uh, seem to go uh, also uh, without... Uh, uh, putting them on. Okay, the, so the turn signal's going be. without. Okay, now at the very beginning of this thing, you you said I helped you a lot, but you I, you didn't think I could pull this one off. How did I do so far? <laughs> you did you did terrific. Uh, so wait, you know, I think I'm you're thumping paying. your chest. <laughs> <laughs> she says my my wife is sitting here next to me, and she says I think you're just thumping your chest, which you promised you wouldn't do at the beginning. But you know what? I'm as good as the information that comes out of their mouth. I'm as good as the symptoms they give me. I'm as good as we can have a yes and no kind of conversation. What I don't like that Hal didn't do is he didn't tell me what he's done on his vehicle for the last 100,000 miles. We don't start off with, I did this, this, and this, and then we finally get to the symptoms. So congratulations, Hal. You and I are on the same page. It's good okay. to have give and take. And and, Thank you and you so know much. what? Oh, you're welcome, Hal. And if you're going to pipe in, I'm going to turn your mic off, okay? <laughs> Thumping my chest. I'm trying to get fired again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my wife Renee is sitting here next to me. Her job is is to make sure that I behave myself. Of course, Andy's got a direct line to you, my daughter. Mm -hmm. So between the two of you, you can decide whether I'm out of control or not. Yeah, and that's okay with me. Nevertheless, six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. If you'd like to join us, now's the time. Let me let me tell you, if you're a Facebook Facebook freaky, then. Um, I'd like you to friend me on Facebook because, first of all, I don't post pictures when I go to the bathroom. I don't post pictures when I'm on vacation. I don't do any of that. Everything that surrounds Mark Salem really has to do with cars, uh, tips on for you on what to do, what not to do. I just made a post the other day that they tease me about that's longer than the Bible. It talks about this gizmo that you plug in underneath your dash. 
Now, did you know, Renee, this gizmo would help your hair grow longer? Yeah. Okay, where it didn't ever before. It will tell you when your air filter's plugged. But no other gizmo in the world can tell you that, but this little $39 thing can. It'll also tell you if you have a power steering problem or a leak. But nothing else in the world. You, how many scanners do we have at the shop? Oh, I don't know. A lot. Eight or ten. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Every And we have scanners that are proprietary to Mercedes-Benz, Chevrolet, Ford, Chrysler, Toyota. We have those. Right. We don't have a single one that will tell you you have a power steering leak. We don't have a single one that will tell you your air filter's plugged. Nope. This is an opportunity to sell you lots of parts because you're going to plug it in, and then it's going to start guessing about your repair. Now, it starts off with this. It says, mechanics hate this. That's what it starts off with. The mechan- All mechanics hate this. I-, I don't think that's the truth, and I'll tell you why. I love it. Not not too long ago, a year ago, a guy comes in, and he spent like $1,200 chasing a knock sensor problem. He's replaced the knock sensor five times. He's used different brands. He's done this, and he's done that. And so we do what we always do. We quoted him $75 to $150. We'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. So after spending $1,200, we figured out. So we decide that we're going to really give him a heck of a good deal to just drive home the point that guessing doesn't work. Right. So we fixed it for $25. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> and, 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 and he, of course, he didn't believe us. Right. And I said, no, I, I guarantee you. I mean, you know, here's the risk, buddy. You pay $25. If, if we didn't fix it, come and get your $25. Mm-hmm. So, but he says, you know, come on. And so he says, well, I want you to tell me what it is. And I said, you call me in a week. I'll tell you what it was. So he calls me like seven days to the minute. Yeah. What, do you, what happened? What is it? And I said, we tightened up your, your power steering bracket. The power steering bracket was rattling on the head because the bolt was loose. That, the knock sensor, which is downstream and not too far away, was seeing that bam, bam, bam as the engine was knocking. And, and, and let me tell you, the knock sensor, you remember how we test the knock sensor? Do I? Yeah. No. Okay. All right. So it's simple. You plug your scanner in and you look at the knock sensor. Okay. And it's a yes or no sensor. Okay. So your motor's running. You're looking at your scanner and it says no. You take a hammer and you hit the motor and it should say yes. Yeah. That's it. So if you sit there and hammer, 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 or you can move around the motor, you hit the alternator bracket, you hit the back of the block, you hit the front of the block, you hit the water pump, whatever. Right. It should go yes, no, yes, Here's no, yes. a knock. No. Okay. Yeah. Well, in his particular case, this thing was yes, 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 yes all the time because this bracket was loose. Oh, gosh. So we really should have charged him 75 bucks to fix it. Yeah. But I wanted to drive home the point to him that it's probably cheaper to let us help you than it is for you to guess. Yeah. The whole thing about this was is not too long ago, a guy came in and he says, you know, I want you to replace all my oxygen sensors. And we said, we don't do that because you had some three-whiskered kid at some auto parts store pull a code and told you that it, you needed one. Right. And if, if you needed one, you need all four. Now, in, in, in most cars, the newer model cars, we have two catalytic converters, and they have an O2 sensor, an oxygen sensor on the front, front of the catalytic converter, and behind. Right. They compare the readings of the exhaust and what they're looking for is a difference so the fuel coming into the catalytic converter is laden with hydrocarbons or fuel mm-hmm. when it comes out it should not be so it's looking for the efficiency of it the idea that if you need one you should replace all of them 
is born in one thing, and that's salesmanship, because there's nothing that says that's the truth. Yeah. Nothing. So we said to him, we're not going to replace all four of your, your oxygen sensors. Let's just look at it. So we looked at it, and this one oxygen sensor is just stuck on the lean side. So it was always yelling, give me more fuel, give me more fuel, give me more fuel. Well, upstream on this side of the motor, we found a huge vacuum leak. So the vacuum leak was diluting the amount of fuel, right. and it was going through the catalytic converter, and the O2 sensor says, where's the fuel? So it's a one to five number. Five is, holy mackerel, you're drowning me in gasoline. Right. And one is, hey, where's the gasoline? So tell me, between one and five, where does the oxygen sensor supposed to be? Uh, two and a half. I Bingo. Yeah. Bingo. That's the whole thing. So he probably didn't even need an oxygen sensor He needed to fix the vacuum leak. Right. But the three-whiskered kid at the auto parts store told him you Would need all four. Would have sold them those that right. are, what, 200 could be. a piece? Yeah. They, well, it depends on the quality. Yeah. You can buy them for 59 but you can buy them for 159 and everything in between. Mm-hmm. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to take your call. But if you don't want to, I'm going to tell you about a 93 Corvette that came in that had a real erratic idle. And it was it was a half-breed car. Half of it was a 93 and half of it was a 94. So clearly somebody had started swapping parts and didn't understand that the parts were important to be year-specific. So it had a rough idle. It ran terribly when it was hot. It ran a little better when it's cold, but it wouldn't hold an idle. You always had to throttle, throttle, throttle to get it to just idle and stuff. So the performance on a 1 to 10 scale was a 2. So it had been sitting for 100 years. The guy, it hadn't been plated in 10. Uh, The guy, it was a vendor of ours at one time. I think he did the septic tank up at the ranch. Yeah. And uh, anybody who does a septic tank is my hero. And he he did it without using gloves, and he wasn't chewing his fingernails. All right, we'll be right back. (laughs) We'll be right back in just a minute. Hello, I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the Valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember... The law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified. We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May, and I wrote this message. If you're over 50 and concerned about any of the following, stay tuned for an exclusive free bottle offer. Are you concerned about your heart health? Are you interested in healthy brain function? What about joint comfort and energy? Well, if you answered yes to any of these questions, we want to send you a free bottle of Krill Omega 50 Plus now with CoQ10. Krill Omega 50 Plus with CoQ10 combines krill oil with fish oil in one tiny pill. And this little pill delivers big health benefits to your 
your heart, your joints, your arteries, and brain. And with CoQ10, you'll enjoy extra energy, too. Best of all, you can get a free bottle of Krill Omega 50 Plus with CoQ10 today. Just pay for shipping. Call right now and request your free bottle. Dial 1-800-679-5745. That's 1-800-679-5745. 1-800-679-5745. Again, call now. 1-800-679-5745. Hey, everyone. You know, let's all stop what we're doing right now and take a moment. That felt good, huh? Just like that, we had a nice, special sort of moment. Together. Of course, they don't all need to be quiet moments to be special. They could be loud moments, goofy moments, sporty moments, dorky moments. Moments where we talk or walk or just hang out. It doesn't really matter. They all count. Because every time dads like us take a moment like that to spend with our kids, well... It's pretty momentous. <laughs> Sounds like somebody agrees. So let's take a moment to make a moment. Today, call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Patriot app tip number one. Not only is the Patriot app great for streaming our live programs, you can access all Patriot podcasts. Click on the upper left-hand corner and select podcasts to find all our great weekday and weekend programs. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Got an iPhone, BlackBerry, or smartphone? Download the Patriot app for your phone. Just go to your app store or log on to 960thepatriot.com today. Welcome back, everybody. My name is Mark Salem. Sitting next to me here is my wife, Renee. She's my partner in our car repair business. And uh, she's almost as good about cars as I am. Not quite. And uh, <laughs> nevertheless, if you'd like to call us and ask us a car question, you certainly can. You can you can throw that out if you want that. Oh, uh, that. Yeah. Folks, we, we had a power outage this morning at the ranch, so we had to fire up all the generators for auxiliary power because we were scared to death. Um, hold on, don't unplug that. Well, it's not plugged in anything. Oh, it isn't? Oh, okay. Other than that. All right. And uh, and so we had auxiliary power all morning long, thinking that we were going to do it, and about a half an hour before the show, the power came back on. So we're kind of still dealing with the auxiliary power problem, but nevertheless. Automatic Transmission Exchange is a great place. He's been on 40th Street in Washington since 1968. He's really good. He's really honest. They know how to fix transmission problems. They know how to diagnose differentials. They know how to diagnose vibrations, all that kind of stuff. So he's been at the same location, 40th Street in Washington. His name is Phil, and he's a good guy at Automatic Transmission Exchange. Let's go to Bruce. Bruce, good morning to you. How can I help you? Hi, thanks for taking my call, Mark. Um, you bet. I got a 93 uh, Class C uh, RV, a 21-footer, uh, on a Chevy 30 chassis with a 454. Um and I just use it for pulling my boat. I think I've talked to you on the uh, off the off air about this a couple of times. But um, what I found, I try to drive it every four to six weeks, and it's been sitting for a little while. I got out in it today, and I have a vibration that uh, I didn't have before. I drove it about twenty miles up the three hundred three, uh, and about uh, I don't know ten miles on some of the back roads. 
it's almost like uh, sitting on my Harley at about 65, my old 73, and it, I feel it through the handle or the, through the steering wheel. I through it, feel it through the seat of my pants, um, and the mirrors shake uh, okay. and get blurry. And you just have a bad a tire. Fat, what's that? It just has a bad tire. Bad tire. Yeah, a okay. bad tire. It's got a tread separation. Now, um, do you have somebody that could follow you in the motorhome? Maybe your wife or a neighbor or something. Yeah, sure. Okay. Well, the fun part would be the other way around. You get somebody to drive in on the 303, and uh, you get behind them, and you just watch the two rear tires. Now, maybe you have to get next to them. So you pull up next to them, and you're looking out the passenger window. But you're going to be able to see one of those tires jumping like crazy because it's got an egg on the tread. So instead of having the tire vulcanized from the top to the bottom, we now have a big air pocket in there that's causing them to separate. So if you didn't have it before and you have it now and it doesn't and it goes away when you stop and it gets worse with speed, you clearly have a bad tire. Okay. Can I ask you another quick question? (laughs) You can. I've got a 1970 Jeep CJ5 that I bought a while back from a friend of mine and, um, he told me that um, through some testing he had, he was a diesel mechanic, he told me through some testing he had done, he, he was pretty sure it had a bad exhaust valve. Uh, and I can't remember what head he set it on. So I was trying to get a reference. Um, I can pull the heads and do that stuff, but I don't have a good reference for a machine shop that could do, um, you know, the valves and the heads. I don't want to... I really don't want to replace the motor. It's a little Buick V6 that's the original uh, motor. Well, in stop, it. stop for a minute. Stop for a minute. You've gone from the guy that owned is a diesel mechanic and he thinks it has a bad exhaust valve to all the way to I'm looking to have somebody rebuild the motor. I think you've just jumped over a whole bunch of steps. And my fear for you is, is that you're going to take this apart. Somebody's going to pull it. You're going to take it apart and find a broken valve spring or something else that explains the problem. Or in a worst-case scenario, you pull the motor, you have it rebuilt, you put it back in, and you have the same problem. Let's talk about symptoms. There is a specific symptom for a bad intake or exhaust valve. Tell me what your symptom is. Uh, well, it has a it has a miss um, that I... You know, I've heard it heard before, and it won't. You know, it won't pass emissions, which could be a okay. What is it? A CO failure or an HC failure? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Well, you see, that's that's the important part. It's if an exhaust valve is bad, there would be an explosion that would come through the exhaust system, because if the if being bad means it's not airtight. So if the exhaust valve is hanging open, then as soon as the air and fuel is ignited, then you're going to have a a heck of a noise in the exhaust system because that explosion won't be contained. It'll go past the exhaust valve and come out the tailpipe. You didn't say a word about any noise, any backfiring, or nothing. So so you got to miss, and and, and so that means either you're running rich, and if you're running rich, because CO affects HC, but HC does not affect CO. CO is unburnt fuel, and okay. hydrocarbons is raw fuel. 
So uh, you you have some difference. So any good technician is going to stick a tailpipe probe in that Jeep. They're going to look to, or your paperwork is going to show it. If it's a CO failure or an HC, if it's a CO and an HC, I'm going to work on your carburetor and fix that thing. I'm going to get rid of your miss and make it pass emissions. So my suggestion to you is, is forget this engine idea. Get somebody to fix the uh, the tailpipe emissions, and then let's see where we're at. Because maybe you have one bad plug and you're failing HC. Well, HC failure and one bad spark plug, they go hand in hand. Okay. So you got a bad wire, hand in hand to an HC failure. So you got hydrocarbons and carbon monoxide. So you, those are the two, CO and HC. So what part of town do you live in? Uh, I'm on the west side. I'm out on Jackrabbit Trail close to the 303 in the interstate I-10. Mm. Thunderbird Auto probably coming in on 88th and Thunderbird or something like that. I don't have my map in front of me, but if you go to MarkSalem.com and look at mechanical shops, I've got Thunderbird Auto. I know Tom could figure this out for you. Okay. But I don't think you have the symptoms. You got a slight miss, and you failed emissions. I think those two are related. I think once we fix the miss, then you'll pass emissions. And I, th- I don't think that you have any bad valves because you don't have any symptoms for the bad valves. Okay. All right. Good All luck right. to you, buddy. Thank you. You betcha. 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open, and we have five of them. Gil's running the uh, ship from the pilot's room. We don't have any music to play. We don't uh, have any jokes to tell you. We're here talking about cars. Uh, We're here talking about motorhomes, motorcycles, tires, all that kind of stuff. So, again, 602-508-0960. I was going to tell them about the 93-94 half-breed Corvette. It ran really terrible. We couldn't even plug a scanner into it because the, the assembly line data link, or the data link, DLC, wouldn't talk to our scanner. So... It would talk to every other car in the shop, but not his. So we knew that there was a malfunction there. You know how Eddie figured it out? Nope. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. He is. He put a timing light on it, and the timing light intermittently flashed. He traced it back to the distributor. He put a distributor in it. It's an optical distributor. It has a light, and that interrupts the light and makes it fire. It fixed the idle, it fixed the starting, it fixed the performance, it fixed every single thing on the car. Wow. Every single thing. But he he sold it as a guest because the distributor's $800, and the whole front end of the engine has to come off to get to the distributor. Yeah. So he says, I don't, I'm, I'm 75% sure, but you have to understand, you're paying for a guest. And yeah. the guy says, I'm willing to go. 602-508-0960. We'll be back right after this. Now you have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Automotive was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online directory. They're proud of their A-plus rating. Thunderbird Automotive has ASE certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Automotive offers a free courser inspection on every vehicle, the same one that some charge $49 for. They now offer a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have to stop in to Thunderbird Automotive at 88th Avenue in Thunderbird, just west of the 101. For more information, visit them online at ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Or drive right in at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird, just west of the 101. Hello, I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. 
I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified. We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May, and I wrote this message. Ever wonder how some air conditioning companies can offer deals that sound too good to be true? Michael Leah here again from Benefit Air to debunk those ultra-sweet deals. You may have heard of the bait-and-switch technique, but did you know that companies offering tune-ups or service calls for less money than the cost of a large pizza are likely to be hiding the real costs and the pricing of every repair item? What's more, they usually pay their technicians on a commission-only basis, which means the technician might be tempted to sell you things that you don't need. At Benefit, we don't hide the cost of our service calls and our pricing, and our techs are not paid on a commission basis. Our flat rate pricing is simple, fair, and upfront. We offer discounts for multiple repairs, too, and we back all of our repairs with a full two-year parts and labor warranty. You don't need the shuck-and-jive sales tactics of companies offering you what you know is too good to be true. You need a fair, honest company that you can trust. Call Benefit today at 602-840-9229. That's 602-840-9229, or find us on the web at BenefitAir.com. Experience the benefit of using Benefit Air. Vision loss is not something that you feel until it happens. Most people lose their vision from diseases like macular degeneration and glaucoma, not at birth. With macular degeneration, you lose your central vision. You have a blind spot right in the center of your face, so I can't actually see your face. So even that little circle in which I could see became a big blur. I was 65 when I first was diagnosed with glaucoma. There were no symptoms. I had no headaches. Three million Americans have glaucoma, and half don't even know it. Eleven million people in the United States have macular degeneration. You lose mobility, independence, changes your entire life. So many eye disorders can be treated if caught early. My husband tells me that I have beautiful brown eyes, and I don't want to lose that. Make a plan today to get your eyes checked. Visit brightfocus.org to learn more. Welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. Sitting here next to me is my wife, Renee, and we're here at your service helping you with your car repair problems. And just keep in mind, people will sometimes email me, and you go through my email first. They'll say that what I said to them actually fixed their car. Folks, it has nothing to do with me. It has to do with dialogue between us. So it's just like Sid at the very beginning, Hal at the beginning of the show. Mm-hmm. Hal talked about his turns or his wipers flap, flapping intermittently. But then when we narrowed it down, then he said, oh, there is a relationship between my turn signal lever and the wipers flapping. Mm-hmm. Well, the turn signal lever's bad. So then we just replace it. He saved himself 75, 100 bucks by just narrowing it down to the switch. Right. So he goes in, he doesn't diagnose it to them. He says, intermittently the wipers flap. And it seems that if I mess with the turn signal lever, it stops or it goes away. But sometimes I can wiggle it and make it happen. 
Right. Ooh, baby, where are we at then? Yeah. So anyway, let's get to what well, real quick. Let me tell you about SNS Tire. SNS Tire is in the West Valley. They have three locations: Peoria, Surprise, and Goodyear. They have SNS has SNS Tire has the most comprehensive tires in their warehouse. So you can stop by and you can say, "Can I have a price out the door for good, better, best?" I want all season, all terrain. I want a highway tire. They'll talk to you. They'll explain the difference and how you can tell, besides price, on a good, better, best tire. So they've got all that. Plus, they do everything related to tires, from wheelbarrow tires to tractors. They'll balance your tires. They'll do alignment and suspension work. So they focus on what they're really good at. Again, Peoria, Surprise, and Goodyear, S&S Tire, Auto Service. Let's go to the phone. Sig, good morning to you. How can I help you? Hey, good morning there, young man. It's good to talk to you, Mark. Uh, Thank I'm a you. First time, first time caller. You and your family are doing a wonderful, wonderful service uh, as far as keeping this radio program on because it it is needed. Let me tell you. So keep up the good work, okay? Keep up the good. Thank work. you very much for that. Thank you. This this concerns our good old. Uh, we've got a a PT Cruiser, okay? Chrysler PT Cruiser. It's a pretty good car, but you know this one has seventy eight thousand miles on it. It's a it's a year two thousand and six. Okay, and we're having overheat problems with it, intermittent overheat. So let me give you the disposition of what we've had it done to it before. We've taken no, it no, we... no, 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 no. Okay, that's okay. I, here's the deal. I don't care what you've had done to it before because it isn't. It hasn't worked. So I need to ask you some questions. Oh, please. Let me ask yes. you this. Yes, okay, when you say overheat, where yeah. is the needle on the gauge? Is it half, three quarters, or in the red? It's not in the red. It's not three quarters. It's above the, you know, those Chrysler PT Cruises, the heat gauge is about center when it's nominal. It creeps up yes. about, oh, maybe an eighth of an inch to maybe a quarter of an inch. And, okay, uh, so it's halfway between the half and the three quarter. Yeah, like the other day it did that, okay? And okay. I, I just to let you know, I replaced the, I mean, I, the electric fan with the two relays, the shroud and everything was replaced. And I got out of the car before I shut the engine off, and I went around to the front to listen if the fans were running, and they were running. They were running. So okay, well, go ahead. it's an, it's not the fans, right? Obviously, I mean, it's yeah. not the fans. Go ahead. All right. So just for just for everybody else, how much money you spent? Oh, gee, at this point, it's got to be at least four or five, maybe six hundred bucks total, okay. because they replaced the thermostat gonna... and they replaced okay. the. Uh, uh, the AC, I'm sorry, the uh, antifreeze, and they replace the oil. Okay, okay, so there you go. I'm gonna, go I'm gonna tell you something you're not gonna like. Yeah, okay, that's fine. Tell me something I won't like. <laughs> All right, it's absolutely normal for that car, and it's demanding of that car, and it's designed for that car to run between the, the half mark and the three quarter mark. As a matter of fact, when you get to the three-quarter mark or thereabouts, the fans will kick on, and then they'll kick off the closer it gets to half. The fans have about a 15 to 20-degree range to them which, between the on and offs. Uh -huh. If you look in your owner's manual, I'll bet you $100 it tells you exactly what I'm telling you. Okay. And that's it runs between half and three-quarters. The fans, if you would have called me first, the fans have something to do with low-speed driving, city driving, air conditioning on. Here's what fans do. Uh, my car gets really close to the red around the city, but when I get on the highway, it, it it's perfect. 
Well, either the radiator's plugged up or the fans aren't working because that's the difference between 35 miles an hour and 75 miles an hour. So when you look at the big picture, the fans have specific symptoms at specific times. City driving, we need those fans to cycle on and off. Highway driving, we're going so fast that the air's running across the radiator, and we don't need the fans. Stick your hand out the window and you know, with your palm out, and your hand goes all the way to the back window. Sure. We got uh-huh. more than enough air running over you have that ram radiator. Air. Right, ram air. Yeah, ram air. That's a good point. So <laughs> if you're you, you're you're fighting a, I promise you, half to three quarters is absolutely normal now. It'll get up above three quarters sometimes, but you'll know why. So it's the middle of summer. It's July. It's 106 degrees outside, and you're in stop-and-go traffic, okay? All right, now it gets to three quarters, and it goes over maybe two needle widths over three quarters. So all of a sudden, traffic kind of breaks loose, and you get to go 30, 35, 45 miles an hour, and you see that needle come down fast. You say, okay, there's a relationship to why I saw it above three quarters. But how rapidly it goes down is the real key on how good your system is. So I want you to just drive it around, and if it's between half and three quarters, I want you to put a business card over that gauge, and you'll be fine. (laughs) Oh, I see. Okay. Well, if I may interject here, I agree with all that. I I think you're a professional. Uh Thank you for that. But I I just wanted to interject that over the years that we've had this car, okay, it is really never, even the summers past, that gauge has stayed right at the center, even in summers past. Okay. I can answer that. Go ahead. Go ahead. When they changed the thermostat, did they tell you what the old one they took out? No, sir. I never saw it. Okay, because it's stamped. Okay. Um, here, here's what I, I got to take a break, but stay right here, okay? Because I'm going to tell you why you. that's that's why that's happened. Okay, I'm Mark Salem. We'll, hey, Chris and you and Matt, stay there because I'll get to you right after the break, and then we got a long segment there, and I'll get to you right real quick. Anybody else? Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. We'll be right back. Hello, I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud. That for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified. We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May, and I wrote this message. There's no question you want the best education for your child. It's an integral part of a bright future. A private Christian school provides more one-on-one attention, the structured learning and Christ-based values you want for your child. But if you didn't think you could afford it, 960 The Patriot presents Half-Off Tuition. Now is your opportunity to enroll your child at a local private Christian school for half-off. We've partnered with some of the top Christian schools in the Valley to offer a limited number of half-off tuition vouchers. Imagine smaller class sizes, better grades, an inspiring Christian environment where the achievements are positively outstanding. 
For details and a complete list of schools involved, go to 960thepatriot.com. A values-based Christian education has never been more affordable. Click now and get your half-off tuition voucher before it's gone. Only one or two vouchers per school available. And if you don't see the school you're interested in, let us know and we can try to work with that school. That's 960thepatriot.com. Hey, guys, let's play some video games. This new dad plays video games with his sons. But the challenge feels like he's lifting a metric ton. So many buttons. His avatar just stares at the walls, twists and turns and somehow falls. Help me. He's tangled up in the controller's cord. I just don't understand this crazy digital world. Crazy, crazy digital world. But the love from his kids is totally apparent. Ooh. See, you don't have to be perfect to be the perfect parent. You should have just played catch. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Patriot app tip number two. Set the Patriot as an alarm clock. Open the app, click in the upper right-hand corner, and select Alarm Clock. It's that easy. And now you'll wake up to the Patriot. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Patriot app tip number four. Listening to the Seth and Chris show from 3 to 6 p.m. and want to chime in? Open your Patriot app, click the upper left-hand corner, and click on Call Studio. It's that easy. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Welcome back, everybody. Mark Salem sitting here with Renee, my wife, and we're answering your car questions, but we have three in line, and I'm, I promised I might get to them real quick. Sig, are you there, buddy? I'm here. I'm here. Thank okay. you. Okay. Let, let me let me explain just a little history. Sure. Way back in the 60s, 50s, 60s, and 70s to about the mid-80s, we had a 160 or 180 uh, thermostat in the motors. Right. Gotcha. And dur- I'm with during you. that period of time... Every motor at 50,000, 60,000 miles was filled with a black soft ice cream, a black, tarry, uh, yucky substance. The sludge was unbelievable. Right. So in 1981, when we started talking about electronic carburetors and we started talking about evaporative systems and emission stuff, one of the things that they did is they went from 180, 180 160 to 180, they went to a 195 thermostat. Now, yeah. we usually run 10 over the 195. So here's the hard question, Sig. When does water boil? 212. Good, 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 good. Uh, I asked that to a bunch of ASU I'm students the other day. I'm an engineer. I should know. I'm a retired engineer. Oh, boy. Okay. All right. Fair enough. I'm and not going to leave my the father engineer. was a mechanic, too. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Oh, okay. And so we know that what was happening in the older cars is is that the water, every time you'd shut the water off, we would evaporate the, and condense the moisture in the air, and you'd get a tablespoon of water every time you went through a cold cycle. Correct. Then when you warm up, the motor would never get hot enough to do to, to evaporate that and let the PCV, oh, it takes the water, turns it to a, a, a gas yeah. because it steams the water. The PCV valve sucks it out and sends it out the tailpipe. Right. So. In, about, in the mid-80s, we started going to a 195 thermostat, and what they wanted to do is they wanted to run the motors at 220 because they knew 220 oh, was over 212, and we don't. Now, today, today you can take a 100,000-mile motor, and I'll eat breakfast out of the oil pan. I'm yeah. telling you, it's that much difference. Yeah. 
Yep. So I think what's happened to yours, and actually my wife during the break, and, we, and doing the radio show off the air, like in the breaks, I have this rule that we don't do the show before the show. Sure. So I'll take care of her later. But she looked at me and she goes, he had a 160 or 180 thermostat, and he didn't he? And I said to her, I'm not going to put give you that credit because I already had that in my head. <laughs> so, but anyway, that's... That's that's what I believe is going on with your car. Yep. I think you're going to like sense. it a lot. You'll get better fuel economy with your 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 engine up about 220, and I think your middle is going to be 185, 190. So yeah. 220 is is halfway between half and three quarter. So you should be fine. You should be fine. All righty. Okay. Thanks, Sig. Thank you very much for that conversation, Chris. You're up next. How can I help you? Hi. Um, Hi. I was, I've got. Uh, I'm not one of your more professional listeners. This is I'm calling in for my son, and uh, he has a uh, Japanese uh, V6 motor. And when you first start it up, it uh, rattles for about five seconds. I can definitely hear a knock, and then it it goes away. And if you turn the car off and immediately restart it, there's no knock. But if you turn it off and wait 30 seconds, it, there's a little knock for about five seconds, and it's like a hydraulic lifter that I okay. you tell me. <laughs> All right. I, it, I want you to call it, it's either clicking or clattering, because there's a big difference in my head between clicking, clattering, and knocking. Okay, clicking. So, okay, that's what I wanted to hear. Here's the deal. It could be, it could be something as silly as an exhaust leak. Because when you lose the exhaust gasket, it goes tick, 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 and, it, and even the most educated ear cannot tell the difference between a lifter ticking and an exhaust leak, except if you take about three feet of heater hose, maybe half-inch heater hose, you stick one ear, one of the ends in your ear, and you start it up, and you wave that across the manifold real quick. You'll hear the exhaust leak. Now, another way he can determine if it's an exhaust leak is, is once it warms up, when he starts it, once it warms up, then there is no clicking throughout the day. Let's pretend he's an Uber driver and he's driving all over town. He says it only does it first thing in the morning. It never does it after that unless the car sits for a long period of time. Well, as the motor gets hot, it expands and it takes out that exhaust leak. As far as anything else is concerned, I don't think... In the absence of anything else, I don't think I would chase this right now because it could be just bleed off, which is we, we leave a little oil in the oil system, and it could be, he, actually it could be he's using the wrong filter, the oil filter, and it's allowing all that oil to drain back into the filter. But, but let me put your mind at ease here. If I dip a screwdriver in a quart of oil and hang it by its handle, how long, how many days or months or years goes by before you can reach up there, squeeze it with your thumb and index, and just run right down the screwdriver and not find any oil? Oh, I, I don't know if, that, if you ever will have any, all the oil. Forever, it'll be there. Yeah. That's exactly right. So when he shuts it off, everything's bathed in oil. And when he starts it up, and let's pretend he's got a little lifter clatter. That indicates low oil pressure. It goes away rather quickly. That means, boom, we got oil pressure. So I'm saying to you, I doubt very seriously if we're causing any damage. I doubt very seriously if if we fixed it, you would say, 
it wasn't worth it. <laughs> you, okay. I spent too much money to get rid of this little clatter. He can't afford to let it get worse. But I'm uh, the biggest question I would say to him is, is, as you use the car for hours and hours, does the noise ever go away? Or does it, is it every time you restart the car, no matter whether the motor's hot or cold, you get the clatter? And then just have him verify that the oil filter, by application, is exactly what he should have. And that's all I'd do. Well, we just changed the oil, and uh, I guess they would replace the filter, and it has the exact same thing. It, it, it clicks for a few seconds a- after you turn it off for at least at least a minute. It'll, it'll click for uh, about four, three or four seconds, and then it will stop, and it doesn't matter if the engine is warm or cold it does it the first it, you know and, and if you but if you immediately restart it there is no clicking okay well again i don't i can't say anything about your oil change place but it's not uncommon for the guy to look at the filter look at the interchange and just put his filter on there so he sells quaker state and you have a champ so he goes to the book and he says this is the champ one two three what is it a quaker state it's a 29 so he puts a 29 on there that's not by application I'm suggesting that you go in there and you describe the car down to the eighth and tenth digit of the VIN, and somebody looks it up that's got gray hair, and he's got hair coming out of his nose and his ears, and he's been around the block a couple of times. The three-whiskered kid isn't going to know what the heck you're talking about, but I there's a drain-back valve in the oil filter, so it doesn't let the oil come back in through the filter and into the oil pan, so it slams shut when you shut the motor off. I don't know if your car has one, but I would suggest that that would speed 20 minutes of time and maybe another oil change down the road to determine if that's your problem. Anyway, thanks very much, Chris. we got to move on. Matt, thank you for holding as long as you did. How can I help you? Yeah, Mark. I have a 96 Dodge Ram 1500 that intermittently going down the highway acts like it's dropping from from fourth into third for an instant and it goes right back. I mean, it's a hard slam, and then it just stops. Okay. What part of town are you in? Uh, Maryvale, West Valley. Okay. Um, I want you to call... Um, first of all, I'm going to send you to a place that doesn't do uh, retail work. Okay? Um, okay. He may want you to go through a shop that's one of his places, and certainly I'm down in Tempe, but I, I certainly have a relationship with him. Um, his name is Alger, and the uh, transmission shop he owns is A&S, and you'll, it's, it's easy to remember because it's automatic and standards. But it could be Alger and Shelley, because Alger's wife, his name is Shelley. Or we have a couple of other acronyms that we accuse him of, but he won't admit it. So he... He will be able to diagnose this over the phone because Mark Salem can't do it. Okay. He's fixed this before. The question he may say to you is, is I don't do retail work. Um, I want that car to come through this way. So a shop sends it to him. He fixes it. Usually the shop marks it up 50 to 60 to $70 because they got to take it and pick it back up. There's a little bit of a warranty chain there because the shop's going to be in the in the food line if there's a warranty issue. Um, and so that's the reason why the wholesalers want to insulate themselves from the retailers. So, And then they find dealing with shops is a lot better, a lot quicker, a lot more efficient than dealing with people on the retail side. I'm not faulting them, and I'm not sticking up for them, because they're all big boys and they can make their own decision. 
I have a wholesaler down in the East Valley that I use, and he's of the same opinion. And I got to tell you, the two best transmission guys I've ever met in my life own those two shops. So I've got Lorenzo down in Tempe, and I've got Alger up at Deer Valley and I-17, and those guys are the biggest wizards. I, I, t- I sent a Dodge truck to Alger not too long ago through my company. Alger um, found a, uh, a bad connection at, at the back of the fuse panel, and it had to do with the power in the ground circuit. So he bypassed it, and the problem went away. Then he took the fuse panel apart, resoldered two connections. The problem was gone away, and he sent it out. And this vehicle had been to I don't know how many shops, and every one of them wanted to rebuild it. The problem is the rebuild wouldn't have fixed the fuse panel problem. So somebody would have paid for a $3,000, $4,000, $5,000 rebuild and got the same problem. So call Alger talk to him tell him mark salem said that there's a good chance that he'll you don't know what this is but he told me to give it a try anyway <laughs> wave the red flag yeah it's yeah. called raving the red flag at the bull so okay you well, just tell him deer valley and i-17 is right where i work so okay hmm. he's he's a good guy and he like i said he may want you to go through kurtz which is down on on Bell, and you can kind of work it out between all of you guys. You drop the car off at Algiers, he bills Kurtz, and Bill and Kurtz collects the sales tax, by the way, too, because the Algiers not going to charge Kurtz sales tax because it's a retail or a wholesale transaction. They just want to insulate themselves from from because if it comes back and there's a little problem, then Kurtz will typically take care of it and not bother Alger for it. So, anyway, thank you very much, Matt. Thank you for holding as long as you did. There's another good guy up on I-17 and uh, up in the north part of I-17, and that's Tom at Action Auto Repair. He's at I-17 in Deer Valley on the northwest corner. Tom's been around since 1983, and actually, I've known Tom personally since 1979. Um, whatever your repair needs are, whether it's import or diesel or gas or whether it's domestic or whether it's, uh, uh, you know, one of those weird, really weird cars, Tom's a good guy to run your problem by. He's smart enough to know when he's overmatched by the car, but he's also smart enough to know that he's probably going to be able to diagnose and, with your permission, fix the particular problem. So, again, Action Auto Repair, I-17 in Deer Valley, and he has ASE Master Certified Technicians working there as well. Okay, what do you think? Not much. Not much. 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open. Gil is running the airplane. He's the pilot. Renee and I are sitting in the coach section enjoying the day. Mm-hmm. So we're, we've been in the radio in the radio business since 1988. Yes, um, we've answered, mostly. Yeah, yes. and, 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 and we've probably answered a couple million questions, yes. uh, uh, quite a few. But like I said before, I'm only as good as the information you give me, and it's a kind of a give and a take. So you tell me what you got going, and we talk about symptoms. And I ask you questions about, does this happen, does this happen? You'll notice, like I, with a clicking noise in the first, you know, I want you to start it up cold, start it up hot. Is a clicking noise go away? It's an exhaust gasket. And you don't need to worry about this because of this. And, and that's kind of the trade-off. So um, I've been an ASE master technician for a very, very long time. As a matter of fact, you have to recertify every five years, and I just passed the threshold where I don't have to recertify anymore. So now I'm called an ASE master 
technician emeritus. Oh, yeah. Like the problem go. is, is I got to look up emeritus because I don't know what it means. Yeah, exactly, or how to spell it. No, I don't know how to spell it, <laughs> but I did look it up. It means retired. Right. Yeah, it means retired. Mm-hmm. So I'm not retired. We still have a shop, and our kids run the shop. But uh, if and you know, only the only place in town that I don't have a shop is down in southwest Tempe, and that's the reason why is because our shop is there. So if you're anywhere in the West Tempe, then uh, Mark Salem's shop would be a good place. Everywhere else, you go to MarkSalem.com. We'll be back right after this. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.